Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to the program. I'm Guy Bauer and you aren't here in the studio with us. And that's just a shame. I got a great one of the week coming up. And on the phone with me from sunny California, hopefully not smoky, I think it's somewhat under control. Is George Geary, culinary professional, chef, cookbook author, instructor. And one quick thing I got to ask you, George. Have you yeah. been doing any cruises or taking culinary journeys with folks? No. In fact, um, I stopped working on the cruise ships three years ago. Oh, and that was after eight years. But I do my food tours of France, and we're rebooked everything into next May. So we had two... Uh, maze that we didn't do anything so we're hoping uh, everything will be good i leave tomorrow just on a not tomorrow um next month to austria for um it's kind of semi-pleasure semi-work oh, good. but uh it's not taking anybody there but yeah and then i am in southern california i'm sitting in palm springs today and it is 80 degrees and perfect and sunny and gorgeous so well no smoke in the air here well that's, so that's all northern california yeah, yeah. it's good well, it's a beautiful day here. Not a cloud in the sky. It was 67 when I was driving in, and it's supposed to get up into the low 70s. It's pretty nice. Mm. All right, let's talk Thank about you. this. I don't. I, I I know how you must do this and how you must get organized and and and. But the research involved, not only for this book, but uh, e- even for previous books, when you did uh, L.A.'s legendary restaurants. You got to spend an awful lot of time in libraries, and and where do you do most of your research, and where did you most do most of it for Made in California? Uh, made in California, I did most of it at home, which was really easy because, and then I would go into some of the libraries, but uh, Made in California, I worked on that book with the feel of um, each location taking their. Well, first of all, I didn't realize there were so many locations. That book only goes up to 1965-ish, around Mm -hmm. in there. And there's over 100 food-type locations that started in California. But most of them went nationwide. There were a few in there that just went statewide, but a lot of locations. So I added them because people would say, well, what about so-and-so? And And you're like, well, (laughs) they didn't go out of the state, which about 10 years ago, In-N-Out Burger hadn't left the state. So people would be mad if I didn't include some of those. So, and then I also included some that weren't even, uh, that are not here with us anymore, which those were memory things. But as far as research, uh, what I would do is I'd look at their website first. Let's take In-N-Out Burger, for instance, look at their website. 
And then I would research where their very first location was. I'd go through a lot of newspaper reports and business journals on that company. I wanted to take their history and their website and expand it to where they would be proud of their chapter. That was one thing because I didn't want to put any uh, dirt or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, back in the mid-90s, it could have been in the 2000s. I might have it the year wrong, but um, a few of the In-N-Out uh, people that were on the board, uh, family members were all killed in a plane crash. And so I really didn't want to put that in the book. That was about the, the most dirt I put in anybody's chapter. But I realized people would pick up the book, look at the chapter, read the chapter, because you could read a chapter in you know a few minutes. And if I didn't have something in it that they knew was true, like the plane crash, they wouldn't buy the book. So what I did is I went to them over and in and out. And I, I talked to all these companies, their publicists, things like that. Some companies wouldn't talk to me at all. Some uh, <laughs> would only talk to me for a short time. in and out was one of those. Uh, they'd only give me six pictures, and they said I could use those, and that's it, and nothing else. Wow. Um, you can't just pull a picture off of, a, um, of the Internet. And let's say a building of in and out I had to take the picture myself use it. Because the photographer that took that picture owns the rights. In and out doesn't even own the rights to that picture. So there was that problem uh, when I was putting together the memorabilia of each location. So what I did was the death of those uh, those people um, in the family. I sent it over to In and Out to read it. They said it was great because all they did was put in their timeline of their company the deaths, nothing about what happened. So I kind of put about the uh, the accident. I didn't mention another family member had died over drug overdose because I thought we don't need to talk about that, even though I'm talking about it here on the radio. But <laughs> so there were things like that, and then. Um, Every location I would I would drive to make sure it was still there, if it was original or what was there. Um, in and outs original location is the freeway now. So they took and built a replica of the original building. It's an oxymoron, but it's on a corner in close to where the freeway comes down. And on the other side of that freeway, the 10 freeway, is um, a huge in and out store and uh, their uh, the Burger University, they call it, and a lot of corporate stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of what, how I did it. And if anybody did uh, remarkable, a company did something remarkable, I would uh, talk about that. And then in and out, everyone talks about the secret menu. So I went through and listed <laughs> everything I could think of of the secret menu. And uh, one time, and I I knew about the secret menu, but I had never eaten any of it because they only have about 10 products and that's it, but they mix and match them certain ways. And so animal style, I knew what it was, but I had never eaten anything. And so I ordered animal style French fries and they didn't give me a fork, which I needed. So I had to eat them with my fingers. And um, I thought, well, I'm never ordering that again. So the next time I was in there, I said, do you give a fork with uh, your, uh, um, uh, the, uh, animal style? And she says, well, yes. So they forgot to give me a fork because I thought we don't have anything here that you use a fork with. So I yeah. thought, why would they have forks? So that's kind of, and little things uh, in and out. I know uh, I could have talked about any of them, but um, when you go through the drive-through, the, uh, the marble counter of where you pay or where you get your food 
has a date embedded into it, and that is the date that they opened that location. So they did that. So little things that people would never know, the Twin Palms at Cross um, is in all the stores, and, and there's only six locations that do not have drive throughs But what's strange about this book for me is there's not a single recipe in it, and all of the rest of my 14 books have recipes. I tell you, though, the stories are what... I, I think make it make those pictures come come to life, you know. Uh, reading about Baskin Robbins uh, and looking at the architecture of the early stores, pretty interesting. I, I think that's what folks would enjoy the most, and and then I think that a lot of folks will be surprised. I think most everybody since the movie came out several years ago know that McDonald's, the original by the McDonald's brothers, was in California before they were robbed and. Uh, right, yeah. And and that was a I think that's my longest chapter because you could go and talk about McDonald's for days because of that company. Um and if you're ever in San Bernardino, the original location they housed a, a regular McDonald's later on and um it's now it doesn't look anything like a McDonald's, but they have a lot of memorabilia there and it's a museum that's not sponsored by the McDonald's company because they're outside of a Chicago area. Right. But it's a fascinating place to go and see every single uh, Happy Meal toy that they've given throughout the world because people will send their Japanese collection of Happy Meal toys. It's crazy. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you and I ever talked about it, but my, my first real job other than cutting grass for people was at a McDonald's, you know, with red and white tile and the golden arches and walk up mm-hmm. only. You know, cars parked right by the front door. and uh, Yeah, yeah. And the McDonald's story, uh, when I was researching it in depth that I didn't see in the movies or in the book, uh, it was interesting. The guys came from um, back east and started working in the movie industry as uh, grips and hauling stuff around, and they thought that was boring. So then they decided to um, uh, open up a theater. And in Glendora, California, they opened up a theater, and it didn't do well at all. So what then they did is they had all these Asherette costumes or uniforms. So they took those and opened up a, a, a drive-in, and the Asherettes wore the uh, – I mean, the waitresses wore the, – or the car hops wore the Asherette uniforms. And so they used them dual purposely, but then they started having problems because once a car would come in, it would stay there all night and, <laughs> and it would be mostly a male and he'd be asked the female usherettes and there, or I keep calling them usherettes, but those uniforms. And they had these rules because Life Magazine wrote a story in like 1947 or something about the rules of working as a car hop, which my mother was a car hop, and I asked her all these things. You, they didn't get paid anything at all. Um, they only got their tips. And there oh, were these man. rules like you only could put the money, the change, on the tray, never in the gentleman's hand. But you had to say – Thank you for coming to wherever and smile and wink at the guy and tell him to make sure you ask for me next time you're here. And so it was this flirting that they had to do. But the McDonald brothers were finding out that the guys weren't moving the cars and they would have 20 cars and that's all they would serve that night. So then they thought, okay, we're going to revamp the whole thing, start the the whole system of how to make these burgers quick. And people have to get out of their car. 
and nobody thought that was going to work. Oh. Well, it did for, I mean, you worked there for yeah. a lot of years until they started putting in the drive-ins, uh, drive-throughs. And now I would say 90% of all sales in places like McDonald's are through the drive-through well, at, versus um, walking in. You know, and now more than ever, because look what happened with COVID. Most places yeah. were closed for inside yeah. dining that had a drive through window. Well, our Freddy's uh, frozen custard and steak burgers here in town mm-hmm. uh, always had a drive through small one, and it was very slow because everything was fixed when you ordered it. And now they got yeah. double-sided, and they're doing like, uh, uh, what's the uh, chicken place that's uh, closed on Sunday? You know, where they have oh, yeah. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. They have attendants out there. You know, taking your order even before you get to the window and before you get to yeah. the automated ordering. And well, George, I'll tell you, the book is so cool. Uh, things that A and W root beer, IHOP, Darwiner Schnitzel, Seize Candies, just a few. And it, 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 obviously, we talked about McDonald's, uh, Winchell's Donuts, uh, Bob's Big Boy, all started in California. And you can learn all about yeah. it with this cool book. That's just. <laughs> yeah, the Winchell's Donut, when I was, I think I put it in the book also, the ad they had back then was, we're looking for a bevy of beauties to work for us, must be <laughs> under 25, women, good looking, yeah. and I thought, could you imagine putting an ad like that today saying, I want a bevy of beauties to work for me, yeah. and they have to be 25 or under, and good looking, it was just crazy. How about yeah. Sambo's? Now, Sambo's, if you read my chapter, it's how I feel about it. Um, and it was really, uh, the name Sam, Sambo's came from the name, uh, two guys' names, Sam and uh, Bose was his nickname. And they put it together, and then they realized there was an 1890s story of a little boy from India that slayed uh, tigers and would make tiger butter out of them and eat pancakes. So that was the whole thing. Then um, years later, uh, news reports, um, WAMCP was involved, yeah. saying it was a racial thing. And uh, then they were starting to lose the locations and things like that. So I don't really feel learning. Um, that was another thing, learning about the families, the son, I believe, it could be grandson, um, of one of the original owners owns the original location that was still a Sambo's until last year in, um, in Santa Barbara. Yeah. And he changed it to his name of his, uh, uh, his name is Chad, but um, talking to him and really learning instead of just reading news reports uh, yeah. and where it started and saying, Oh, that was a racist place. And I've had people not even wanting to talk about it um, on the radio, like you just asked. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, we aren't even going to go there because oh. they remember in their mind what news reports were back then. And I really don't. I think they gave, they got a bad, bad deal. Plus yeah. They had really good pancakes. There you go. Yeah. Well, the book they is really so cool. Did. I, I, I didn't ask Trina, our mutual friend and publicist, uh-huh. um, is it okay to give away a copy of the book? Sure. Yep. And, uh, and you can uh, send me whoever wins it. That's yep. it. And I'll um, I'll put the, I'll I'll personalize it. Ah, th- <laughs> thanks for doing that for mine too. I appreciate it. George You're Geary, welcome. you are a great man. I'm, I appreciate you being on here. Congratulations. I hope the book 
sells a bazillion copies. And folks, if you want a copy, 316-869-1330. Call now. Max will take down your info. I'll send it to George, and you'll be on your way. You'll love it. If you like uh, history about the, some of these icon restaurants and diners and burger joints, you got to get a copy of Made in California. George, have a great weekend, my friend. Keep in touch. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you. We'll be right back after this short break with Dan Stockamer. We'll tell you all about the Stockamer Farms and, more importantly, the fun that's going to be happening at Prairie Hill Vineyard coming up next week. God, I can't believe it's here already. Don't go away. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 